0: podcast it's always sunny in chief's kingdom i'm austin find me on twitter at real bird lawyer he's taylor at taylor underscore wit the Bengals have defeated the buffalo bills 27 to 10 they will be traveling to kansas city the chiefs are hosting their fifth straight afc championship game the arrowhead invitational goes on baby and we just bought our tickets to our first ever afc championship game what's going on buddy
1: yeah, I'm super excited for that. You're flying in, um, obviously, from Colorado. We have been to playoff games, but it's always been wildcard or divisional round. We have not attended a championship game. Um, I am now 4-0 and in the divisional round. I am 0-2 in the wildcard round, and I have, I'm have i 0-0 in the championship. So we'll see uh, which way I'm going to lean after this week.
0: Well, big stakes. We're going to talk about the stakes in this game, but big stakes for you personally. And uh, let's talk about, The Chiefs opponent. It's going to be a rematch of the AFC Championship game last year. The Bengals obviously won that game. Joe Burrow, 3-0 against the Chiefs. Was this outcome, Bengals over Bills, surprising to you?
1: Um, The outcome of the Bengals being victorious was not surprising. The way that they went about doing it was, I think, shocking for everyone outside of the Bengals locker room. I mean, I don't even think Bengals fans who are incredibly boisterous and confident would have expected to walk into buffalo and beat him by 17 i mean it was it was an ass kicking from start to finish
0: you know i had been saying since the canceled game where damar hamlin got hurt that i thought that the rematch was going to go cincinnati's way and and heavily in their favor but that was before their left tackle got hurt they had they this rash of offensive line injuries all of which happened i think the first one had happened at the time of the first Monday Night Football game. But they've had a couple of additional injuries since then. And then the fact that there was a possibility of the NFL getting a neutral site AFC Championship game, and they sent in the fixer, Carl Cheffers, to referee this game, and DeMar (laughs) Hamlin was going to be in the house. And it was going to be a weather game. Like, I predicted four weeks ago that this was going to be an ass-kicking by the Bengals, that they had a chip on their shoulder and they were going to roll into Buffalo and win this game by a lot. And then by kickoff today, I was not feeling it. And then, what do you know? The Bengals came out, you know, immediately jumped out to a 14 to nothing lead. Really never looked threatened in this game.
1: No, they didn't. They marched down the field just like they did in Cincinnati three weeks ago, where they went straight down on the Buffalo Bills and scored a touchdown. They then forced a three and out on defense and then did the same thing. Marched right down the field with their second possession, scored a touchdown. At the end of the first quarter, the Bills had eight total yards of offense and the Bengals had 14 points. It was, it was as, Big of a start as you could ask for in a playoff game, especially a big high-caliber playoff game. Um, as third-party observers, you know, most of the time you and I, when we're recapping these games, we have heavily interest rooting interests. And you know, in this one, I was a little torn on what I wanted to see because as a team starts to struggle in this game, you want to play that team, you know. I mean, you texted me and you said, Well. I'm going for the bills now. Cause they suck. Like but, right, you know, right. as, as soon as you started seeing them get worked up and down the field, you're like, that's the team I want to play. So that was a little, uh, a little strange, but at the end of the day, I feel like the, the Bengals are the team that that the chiefs needed to beat anyway, to get the monkey off their back. We'll, yes. we'll kind of talk about what that game means, but like, you know, the bills neutral site in Atlanta, I don't really know if the outcome of that game would have done much for the chiefs one way or the other
0: um well and the chiefs the chiefs have a 2-0 advantage against the playoff that's what so, i mean it's
1: it's a it's more like if, if josh allen had finally gotten over the hump and right. beaten the chiefs he still wouldn't have done it on the road he still would have had to have a neutral site right. game against the chiefs to do it it would have been his first you know big win over mahomes that kind of would have created a fun rivalry where mahomes still would have an advantage whereas right. now i mean this is final destination. This is everything on the line. This is absolute, you know, we'll we'll talk about that now, but like, it's, it's crazy how much is on the line in this game.
0: Well, I know one thing, Taylor, it's going to be action packed. The NFL
1: playoff action continues. We're one step closer to Super Bowl 57, and for the NFL divisional round, check out DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $5 and get 200 in free bets instantly. Plus, all new and existing customers can take a shot at an even bigger payout with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Boost your NFL winnings with each leg up you add to 100%. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code TPPN. New customers can bet $5 on NFL divisional round and get $200 in free bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code TPPN. Minimum age
0: and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. So let's talk about the stakes because obviously if the Bills had advanced and even if they had beaten the Chiefs, we just discussed it. I mean, it wouldn't have meant that much as much still would have been a massive game but like it still would have been a massive game and losing would have been a massive disappointment but this game means everything patrick Mahomes is two and two in the afc championship game which means if he loses he will have a losing record he'll be two and three he has a one and one record in the super bowl i can't put the cart before the horse but obviously (laughs) if you were to go on to the super bowl and lose that he'd have a losing record in the super bowl which you never want to see and the big one is that he's 0-3 against the Cincinnati Bengals and Joe Burrow. And so this is – the stakes are just overwhelmingly high, and it is a bummer that he is not going to be at 100% in this game. But, boy, I mean, you just could not it, – it had to be the Bengals. It had to be the Bengals. It's the greatest possible risk and the greatest <laughs> possible reward.
1: You know, uh, last week when we were talking to Randy, I said that um... – Burroughs a mini Tom Brady, because that's exactly what the case was with Tom Brady. Winning against Tom Brady meant everything, and losing meant that he just forever had you. He just had you. Yep. There's nothing you can do about it. And you know, Burroughs obviously a year younger than Patrick and and is not at the point where he's gonna ride off into the sunset with one more victory over Pat, but it certainly places him. This is a leapfrog uh, opportunity for Joe Burrow. Make no mistake about it. Uh, the MVPs are great from Patrick. And yes, he's done it five years. And he's gone to the championship game five years. And, and the, the team success and the stats have all been going Patrick's way f- since the moment he stepped on the football field. But if Joe Burrow goes into Arrowhead two years in a row, two years in a row and beats the Chiefs and beats Patrick Mahomes head to head and... You know, now he's going to go to the second Super Bowl in his third year starting. If he wins that Super Bowl, he really Patrick has no argument for being in a better position career wise or accomplishment wise than Joe Burrow. It's an absolute game changer for both the franchises and both quarterbacks.
0: Yeah, because I mean, Burrow would be one and one then in the Super Bowl, which is the same record Pat has, except he'd be a year a year younger and he would have done it in three seasons. And he'd have the head-to-head. He'd be four and zero against Patrick and two and zero in the playoffs. I mean, like he would have a, a legitimate tiebreaker over the Chiefs for at least the next couple of years. I mean, it would take the Chiefs a couple of years to dig out of that hole. Beating that's him twice. Not, that's not where you. That's not where you want to be, right? Like that's not where you want to be. We just like this. You know, if the Chiefs were to win this game and go to the Super Bowl and lose to. You know, Jalen Hurts or Brock Purdy, you yeah. know, or Dak Dak Prescott, whoever. Yeah. I guess those would be the only three That's options only three unless left. somebody gets hurt. But, but you know, if if that were to happen, that that doesn't really. I mean, it would suck. I don't want to go through another losing Super Bowl. But that doesn't affect the legacy conversation in the AFC. This completely changes the conversation. Yeah. If we lose this game again to this team at home in this environment the AFC championship game it's it's going to hurt real bad. Well, and make no mistake about it. This is not us saying what we think
1: other people will talk about. I mean, this is the reality. This should yeah, change right, the legacy. Right. I mean, in my opinion, if the Bengals are able to win the two biggest games of their franchise uh, outside the Super Bowl against the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes, they are the better team and and Joe Burrow is the better quarterback
0: sure there are dads
1: I mean like that's that's what it's coming down to I hate to say it you know that I think the universe revolves around Patrick and I do have confidence that if he were 100 percent, I'd feel like the Chiefs are going to win this game I mean I'd feel great about it but now you've got the ankle thrown into the mix and let's be honest no history you know nobody's going to look back on this game and say well
0: Mahomes was banged up. He wasn't 100%. You like, don't get an asterisk when you're 0-4 no. against nope. the team. That's just the reality. I mean, like, if this were the first time, if this were last year and he had one regular season loss, and then we faced him in the AFC Championship game and he was banged up and he was playing at 60% because he has a high ankle sprain and we lost, you know, in overtime, okay, you could probably get an asterisk for that. You don't get an asterisk when you're 0-3 against this team and you're 0-2 against them in the playoffs if you lose this game. You just don't get one. And, and, you know, I mean, you said we'd have to crown Burrow as the better quarterback. I mean, like he's he's not, but like we you would you have to acknowledge it in the same way that you have to acknowledge Tom Brady as the GOAT, yeah. as the better quarterback, because he he owns he it. he's he's beaten you. He wins. and when somebody beats you, it, we can make all the excuses in the world and we can throw all the asterisks in the world that we want to onto this, and we want to, but you just can't. That's no. the reality. You just no. have to win this game. It's like the perspective of a Bills
1: fan talking about Mahomes versus Allen, where, you know, physical tools and, and all that stuff, like they could make arguments all day that why they think Josh Allen's a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes, which by now I don't think anybody's uh, making. It's really I mean, tough to make that argument. I really out. struggled today. Just real I quick mean, as an aside on him. Sure. I mean, you know, this game, he was 100% healthy. His line was healthy. His, his receivers were healthy. There was, he was no at home. reason... Yeah, he was at home. They are supposed to. This is the game the Bills are supposed to trap other teams in, yes. where they say just wait till January, just wait till it's snowing yeah, in Buffalo, wait in the until playoffs. Mahomes has
0: to come to Orchard yeah, Park,
1: right? Like this is the game that the Bills should have had as big of an advantage. They had Demar Hanlon back in the house. They had all the you know the momentum in the world, and yet he puts up ten points and you know twenty five of forty two, two sixty five, one interception. Just And the interception, yes, was a desperation heave at the end of the game. But he didn't look good throughout this game at all. He had a couple nice passes, but this is the Josh Allen that we've seen in 2022 where he he shows flashes, but he doesn't have the consistency. His decision-making is suffering. And, you know, I think the Bills right now, as much of a crisis as we're putting ourselves in for a potential next week to lose to Joe Burrow and what that reality would be like for Chiefs fans – Bills fans are living that reality right now. They're saying, Well, shit, we can't yeah. beat Mahomes in the playoffs. We're number three, we can't beat the Bengals in the playoffs. Like nobody's going into next right. year saying that the Bills or Josh Allen are number one in anything. And they had all of that in front of them. They could have taken all that if they had gone through Burrow and Mahomes. And gone and won their first Super Bowl. Nobody is questioning whether the Bills are the best team in football coming into next year. And instead, they blow a game. They lose by seventeen at home in the snow. And now, you know, the
0: Bills are in crisis mode. They're in crisis mode, and it's it's tough. I mean, obviously, it sucks what happened to them with Demar Hamlin. But I don't feel bad for that fan base. Really, at all. Um, I don't want to take a victory lap on them. I will do that on Twitter. I don't need to do it on the podcast. I have another platform for that. But they're number three. They're number three now, and there's no chance that they're going to be any higher than number three coming in next year. And got to really, worry about the Jags for that bronze medal, it, exactly. And the Chargers. I mean, and the like Chargers and the Ravens. Know, like, and the Ravens. I mean, exactly. <laughs> like they don't. I mean, Josh Allen is at a tipping point, and he's going the wrong direction. I mean, he regressed. Yeah. This is two straight. He was in the AFC Championship game two years ago. They got blown out by the Chiefs at Arrowhead, and then two straight divisional round losses to Burrow and Mahomes. Yep. And worse, one, of the, one of them worse results
1: in both of those losses. I mean, barely so, lost last year and then got blown out this year. And the backslide is kind of what the Bills, you know, after they lost their four straight Super Bowls, then they lost an AFC championship game yes, right. and then they lost a divisional round and then they lost a wild card and then they didn't make the playoffs for like 17 years or whatever. Like they backslide as a franchise. That's kind of what they do. They get close, they fly close to the sun and then it all comes crashing down and. You know, I mean, we've we've recognized the talent that that team's had. They they have really, really had a lot of dudes on that team, but they just they just haven't put it together yet. Um, back to the Chiefs for a second, because I do want to before we um, end this emergency podcast. You know, we kind of have been focusing on the risk in this game a lot. Yes, you know, if Joe Burrow beats Patrick Mahomes, yes, the risk there is massive. But let me posit this to you. I, if mm. the Chiefs win this game with a hobbled Patrick Mahomes and uh, go on and win a Super Bowl and oh he breaks God. the MVP Super Bowl drought, the MVP <sighs> winner hasn't won the Super Bowl since 1999, oh. Kurt Warner, mm. and going. he gets his second Super Bowl and his third appearance in his fifth year starting and his second mm-hmm. All-Pro and his second MVP, I mean, he's he's there. He's right there, top three all-time. I
0: don't want to use the B word because he owns the head-to-head. But he's back in the Brady conversation yeah. if he wins the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, Brady had three rings at twenty-seven. Mahomes would have two. And okay, and he'd also have I mean, he'd, two he'd have MVPs, two, times. two yeah. first-team All Pros. Yeah, Tom Brady didn't have any of the hardware. Okay, no. it's just the difference of one Super Bowl, and we all know that at least the first two Super Bowls had absolutely dick to do with how Tom Brady played and everything to do with how Bill Belichick. And that all-time oh, defense play. Brady's first two Super Bowls. Absolutely. Oh, yes. They, yes. The, the defense
1: carried him. They held the greatest show on turf to 10 points or whatever yes. it was in 01. In and, yeah, he had one good fourth-quarter drive, but it was not about Tom Brady. And Patrick Mahomes' Super Bowl loss to Tom Brady was not about Mahomes or Brady. As Randy pointed out last week, that was all about the, the right. Chiefs' offensive line. The We've offensive gone over line, that a million Britt times. Reed, but the point Cole is – he would be the the trajectory of Mahomes' career, which we have seen coming from a mile away as being all-time for a long time now. If he wins this game next week, even if he loses the Super Bowl, as it's you still, said earlier yeah. to an NFC opponent, there's still this level of like everyone has to go through Mahomes. Everybody yes. at every level in the AFC, in the NFC, everyone, every bar that's set starts with Mahomes. And that that part's at risk. With a loss. But other than that, I mean, he's still in great position. You know, he's got kind of like a Jordan flu game with the ankle where he limped yeah. back out there and was limping as he was handing the ball off and doing that kind of that's the kind of stuff that you know that the
0: goats do. And um he's got it all in front of him still, you know, it's it's worth pointing out, and I don't want to get ahead of ourselves. but it's worth pointing out that you get you get two weeks before the Super Bowl, okay? mm-hmm. like, you get through this game and you get 2 weeks to rest that ankle up. So, yeah. you know, it's it's going to be a tough matchup this Sunday. We obviously sure. will break it down on the midweek pod. We're hoping that Randy will be back on with us schedule permitting. We're just uh trying to see if if he'll come back on. He um he obviously would love to come back and discuss mm-hmm. the uh opponent and uh and recap the game. We're just going to see if we can get him, but busy man. I, I just uh The adrenaline is flowing through me, as I'm sure it is you as well. And we had to get some of that out in this emergency podcast. And it's always Sunny and Cheese Kingdom.